to Weird Distractions Podcast, a podcast where we dive into the likes of true crime, paranormal, and conspiracy theories. I'm your host, Christy. And I'm your other host, Alan. And we are already on to episode 27 now. <laughs> and I just want to give a quick shout out to all of our listeners for being awesome, pushing them plays up there. We are already, as I said before, you shared today. Well, this will be later, but as of today, we were just going over 2,200 plays. Which is absolutely insane. So just thank you for tuning in and listening each week, and we appreciate you guys. Definitely. We appreciate you guys so much. When we started this podcast, we thought, hey, maybe a couple lessons here and there from friends and family, but that has obviously been surpassed. And we are just dumbfounded with how much support and feedback we've been getting also. And the fact that we have listeners in like the United States, Norway, Ireland... Australia, Japan even, like my, our minds are blown. Just we international, beach. We international, we have an international <laughs> love, pitbull. Style and we are here for it. <laughs> oh dear. All right, Alex, tell me what your distraction is this week. All right, so I need a distraction from a lot of things, actually. So a little bit of an update. In episode 25, I had mentioned how I got myself into a good old entanglement um, where I had a job interview and it was kind of like to be de- like to be determined as to like what's going on. So I didn't get the job, which is fine because I have a a good like a great full-time job that I still love um but I need a distraction from work still because you know it's work and I actually am taking a couple days off in October so try and like get everything organized and set up so when I'm off my clients don't totally lose their shit more than usual it's just extra needy (laughs) yeah the extra 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 needy so hopefully when I come back to work after some of my days off I won't be walking into so many crisis situations but you never know just a few messages on the phone being like help me (laughs) where are you you're not supposed to take time off for this reason basically (laughs) what about you what's your need for a distraction uh my distraction this week is i've actually been having a pretty good time lately lots of Mm -hmm. new updates things in my life but my distraction from work today because it's always work is patience like I don't right. patience being too tough if you're not feeling well if you're going to be sick if you feel like you're going to pass out just tell me like I'm here to help you yeah. that's my job that's why I went into this so right. when my patient's about to noodle underneath his, their limbs and be pass out I'm like can you tell me like I see something's wrong I'm like I'm responding and you're not and you I see you looking at me which they might not be able to respond true but then you're like I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine and I'm like clearly you're not sit your ass down yeah stop being so tough Well, yeah, and that kind of goes back into, because we talked about this a little bit before we recorded, and you mentioned how this was a male patient, and how that kind of falls back into, like, fragile masculinity, right? Like, men should be allowed to ask for help, not feel like they're going to be looked down upon because of it, right? Yeah, like, I am a little person, not little, little, but still a small person, and I I, I can hold my own. I can help you. Yeah, exactly. rip patients around the table, transfer, whatever, (laughs) like... I got a little bit of some, some, but yeah, just, just don't be so tough. Like you're in the hospital. Let me help you. Let me help you. Help me help you. Help me help you. 
Okay. Basically. Basically. Okay. So I'm like stupidly excited because you're covering this episode, which means A, y'all don't have to hear me talk as much. Well, we'll see. I mean, (laughs) it is a paranormal episode though. So I'm like, this is like Christmas for me. You're here for it. (laughs) I'm so here for it. Okay. All right. Well, let's go. For this week's distraction, we are going to hit you with all the feels of your greatest nightmares, or at least I know they're personally one of my fears, as you've heard it before in multiple stories. <laughs> the haunting death and a porcelain doll. I'm coming at you with the story of Annabelle. <laughs> so let's get distracted, shall we? So first off, I just want to say the story has been very much glamorized due to the Hollywood of Annabelle and the Conjuring movie series that are so widely popular. To me, this doll is not as scary in person when you see pictures of it. Oh, gosh, they try no. to make it out to be in movies. Like, in the movie, it's terrifying. Right, exactly. But in real life, it's just this little thing. So, because you want to make a... Oh. To me, the doll is not as scary in person as they try to make it out to be in movies. A given, though, because they want to make good content and make you truly scared, I'm sure. Exactly. However, Annabelle is known as to be a Raggedy Ann doll in real life. So this plush fabric doll with bright red stringy hair. She currently resides at the Warren's Occult Museum in Monroe, Connecticut. She is said to be a wooden in a wooden glass case holding a hand-carved inscription of the Lord's Prayer. Oh. The case states, warning, positively do not open. I'm See, just saying you've been warmed. So if you fucked yeah. it up, that's your own fault. Well, and I wish, I think I said this back in... Oh, God, I forgot what episode. I think it was maybe a mini episode, but essentially where <laughs> I think it was with Bloody Mary where um, no, 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 sorry. It was with a different one. Anyways, regardless, where like spirits and paranormal things could just have this overall don't fucking bug me sign and vibe. attitude <laughs> and vibe and not be, you know, discriminated for it. Whereas we as the living get discriminated. We get called bitches and assholes and dicks and it's like i'm sorry i just hate people just don't talk to me okay 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 so i i'm i'm already vibing with annabelle i'm i'm just gonna put it out there we vibing i think it was the other day i shared a meme and i was like in 2020 or like during covid it's like don't come people you like don't come near me and it's like before covid you people don't come near me like it didn't change nothing has changed people still suck i don't like people do not like people anyway tune out so, anywho, the Annabelle hauntings can be traced back to the 1970s. The doll was a gift to a young nurse named Donna from her mother on her 28th birthday. First off, I feel 28 is a little old for a doll. Just I saying. do, too. Like, but you do, boo-boo. Yeah, like, we're 26, and if my parents are like, here's the doll, I'd be like, thanks, my student loans are still piling up. What the fuck, mom and dad? Like, Fill my gas tank or something. <laughs> please buy me food. Do you know how expensive, like anything is these days but thanks for the doll thanks that wouldn't be my first choice absolutely so no anyway donna was pleased with it for whatever reason and she brought it back to her apartment to which donna shares with another young nurse named angie as her roommate the girls enjoyed the doll as it brought happiness to them for some reason and was somewhat of a cutest accessory for them to admire i would just again be terrified it was the 70s i i i don't understand that style that that vibe, that feet, like, I don't get it. I'm just going to blame it on the fact it was the 70s. I was We're just not lot. here for it. We're not here for it, thank God. I was not born in the 70s. That's all I have to say. 
So it was, they placed a doll on the sofa to greet their guests when they came over, which if I was me, I'd be like, I'm not coming over. Ah, no, thank you. So she had a very colorful appearance, as I said before. So it's a Raggedy Ann doll. She had the red stringy hair. She's got this big orange triangle nose and she's got like this stitched like smirk on her face to have to make a smile, which is just creepy all around. Yeah, not here for it. The doll, however, seemed to have a mind of its own. They began to notice it move around the apartment. They would leave her on the couch, and they would leave. And when they would return, she would be in another room with the door closed. Thanks, I don't like this at all. She was also seen to be leaking blood at times. Why, Annabelle? Why? (laughs) Like, from where? Like, what orifice was she leaking from? Like, her eyes, they said they, like, would see someone, like, her, like, back of her hand, they'd, like, someone on the oh. back of her, like, I don't even understand, like, where it was coming from, this, this plush doll. Like, I I'm can picture to... it more from, like, the movie doll, but, I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna say something, like, really disturbing. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> what if, what if it was, like, a period doll, like, a menstruation oh. doll? <laughs> I know! I didn't... I didn't think you were going there. That's where my <laughs> mind went. And if anyone from Hasbro is listening, bitch, it's my idea. It, it would be like an educational doll. Like, this is how you help. This is this is what happens. I don't know. No, I don't like it. Never mind. But could you imagine if that's what the doll was for? Like, here's Annabelle. This is Annabelle the menstruation doll. Training. <laughs> All right. On from that topic. And the next eerie events to happen were the girls would find notes throughout the apartment. They'd be written in children's scribble writing and would state, Help me. But I do not fuck with this. Anything to do with children, anything, anything, especially like little scribbled notes saying, help me. Uh, uh, mm -mm, Nope. mm, No, don't like it. Another cringe fact was that all the notes were written on parchment paper and the girls would swear up and down that they didn't own any in their apartment. (laughs) I don't like it. And also, I'm sorry. Do you know how like amazing parchment like you need parchment paper for baking for cook like why are you wasting it writing notes annabelle get use regular printer paper or hey maybe save the environment and just don't say shit on paper i'm gonna put that out there i actually personally don't own any parchment paper really (laughs) oh my gosh girl well yeah fair enough i don't do any baking (laughs) fair fair anyways so imagine finding these notes around your house and like just being like little help me's and like things written on the wall. I'd just be I'd just be completely out. Like I'd be over it. I don't know why they're still in this apartment. No, burn the house to the ground, start a new life, move to Italy, call it a day. Oh, Italy specifically? Italy specifically. <laughs> so now that this entity is just chilling around the apartment, it's obviously gonna interact with the guests that come and go as well. Insert Lou and his boyfriend. Oh. So now this story differs as to what happened based on, on different versions but most kind of ring in somewhat similarities. So right. Lou was in the apartment with Angie one day when Donna was out and they heard some kind of racket in Donna's room. He thought there might've been an intruder, but I was like, I feel like he would have known that before actually in a room, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. So he heard noises and then he entered Donna's room to expect it. And upon entering, he found Annabelle, the doll lying face down on the ground. Oh, then he thought he felt something behind him. And before you could even see what it was, he literally had this, like, sharp searing pains on his chest. Oh. And he looked down, and there was bloody claws across his chest. Oh, my. Seven of them, to be exact. Ooh. I don't know why seven, but that was the number. Oh. They're almost like, 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 scratch, but, like, burn scratches. I don't. Like I don't like scratch. it. Like the devil scratch. Yeah, no. <laughs> don't fuck with it. And these scratches literally, like, just magically vanished two days later. 
Okay, you know what this reminds me of? Mm. Sally House. Oh, yeah? Remember when the guy kept getting scratched? Or, like, essentially people report getting scratched, and then it disappeared within, like, a day or two, or, like, a couple hours, or instantly. True. It's just... It's just spooky ooky dooky. I don't like it. Other instances were described as him waking up paralyzed and he would see Annabella staring at him from the end of the bed. This doll would literally come up and it would strangle him. <laughs> Absolutely not. I would <laughs> eat that fucking doll so far. So like Yeet out I, the apartment window. <laughs> I would be Tom Brady, just grab that thing like a football and yeet it to New England. That's that's how far I yeah, I don't understand what, why this was kept the doll, but whatever. No, anyways. So, this obviously freaked the girls out, as it should have. So, they contacted a medium to come in. The medium conducted a seance and told the woman that the doll was inhabited by a spirit of a deceased seven-year-old named Annabelle Higgins. Mm. Her body had been found on the property many years earlier before their apartment was built there. Dee, dee, dee. Mm. <laughs> The medium told the girls that the spirit was benevolent, meaning kind, and just wanted to be loved and cherished. See, the problem is that I know this story, and I don't want to ruin it for anyone who doesn't know this story. But If, if you, you don't tell- know the story, what are you doing with your life? Well, not only that, but if you can't tell bye-bye, mm, <laughs> that shit's not right. No. I, I don't know what to tell you, but mm, shit's not right. Shit's not right. Uh, so the girls ob- and obviously felt terrible for the spirit, knowing it was trying to reach out and have comfort. So it allowed it to permanently inhabit this doll and be in their permit. Oh. I'm just going to throw that out there. And that anytime there's a child spirit involved in any kind of some kind of haunting, you bet your ass it's the fucking devil or yep. something else dark. Because it's always what happens with kids. It's like, it's never just kids. It's never just kids. Okay. Weird distractions podcast recommendation number one. If you're dealing with a child ghost, just always assume it's Satan. Number two, if you're dealing with real children, always assume they're it's Satan. Satan. <laughs> Number three, if you're dealing with Satan, just assume it's a child. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously more dark and malicious things continue to occur because, duh, you like like let op- open communication with this friggin' demon. Basically. Yeah, no kidding. You essentially opened what... up like the devil hotline, like one eight hundred. Exactly. Like, here, let me just open this door wide open for you, kind sir or dam. Come on in, haunt my life. <laughs> um, this is when the girls now got the idea to turn to a priest to come in the apartment and help. He was Father Hagen. He, in which thought his superior could be more of use, and then he would ensure invite his associates. So Superior Father Cook then invited. Ed and Lorraine Warren. The Warrens. The Warrens stated they believe their troubles truly began when they opened that line of communication, which, duh, I don't know why you said, sure, no, she didn't happen at this doll. Yep. And thought that, yeah, the thought that the spirit was good, because clearly it was not. A quote from the Warrens is stated, spirits do not possess inanimate objects like houses or toys. They possess people. An inhumane spirit can attach itself to a place or object, and that is what occurred with the Annabelle case. This spirit manipulated the doll and created the illusion of it being alive in order to get recognition. Truly, the spirit is not looking to stay attached to the doll. It was looking to possess a human host. Gross. 
Just gross. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> From that, what the Warrens had been told as to what the doll was doing, i.e. the nodes, the attack on Lou, a bunch of other little things, they requested an exorcism by Father Cook. They blessed the apartment and had many religious items to try and cast out the demonic spirit lurking around waiting to possess someone vulnerable. The only option they had was then to remove the doll from the apartment and have it rest in some special place so it cannot continue to reign its terror. Mm. To when they took it back to their museum, the occult museum they have in Connecticut, as I said before. Right. So the Warrens also accounted for other paranormal experiences as soon as they removed the doll. They buckled Annabelle into their car, got her situated. They chose not to take any highways because they weren't sure if this demonic devil thing was going to try and kill them as well. So they didn't take highways, took only back roads. Okay. And then the uh, the doll, as it was going down, (laughs) the doll was able to affect Lorraine's brakes as she drove, causing many near misses and harm for them. When Ed poured holy water on the doll, the brakes would return to normal function, which is sketch. Okay, sketchy, but like, is that just the common cure to fix your brakes? (laughs) Holy water. (laughs) Holy water. Because like, I've had to replace my brakes in my car twice. Not that that's a bad sign, I just drive a lot. But I'm just wondering, could I have saved, I don't know, $1,500 if I just got myself some holy water, dumped it on my car and said, fix my brakes? I'm just... You better go and get Tammy Faye some holy water. I'm going to have to go get my car some holy water. (laughs) Next, once they got home, the doll was seen levitating around Ed's study. They would try to lock it in a building outside the home, but would turn up inside anyways. So they'd lock her up for good. Once Annabelle was placed in her special case, as I said, was made out of glass and wood, Edward once in a while say a bindings prayer in the hopes that it would keep the demonic spirit contained. Once in her home, other instances still occurred, though, that would take Annabelle's story more seriously. So on the first instance, a young priest that visited the museum had encountered Annabelle and shrugged off the stories and beliefs. He was just like, I'm not here for it. Apparently too young of a priest to appreciate the devil. Didn't understand the power that was behind the raggedy ass raggedy and doll. That's all. He just probably looked at him and was like, okay. To his dismay, though, on his way home, he was involved in a serious accident that could have killed him. He stated he remembered seeing Annabelle in his rearview just moments before. Anyways, so all you for all you non-believers, some say demonic interference caused it. Well, I could say distracting driving caused it. But just throwing that out there. You know what I think caused it? He was listening to Weird Distractions podcast, got really into the episode, and wasn't paying attention. Bada bing, bada boom. Keep your eyes on the road, is all I have to say. Yeah, because we existed 50 years ago. (laughs) So, another instance was, a guest of the museum was banging on Annabelle's case, and was saying how stupid it was, he didn't believe it, blah 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 blah. And then on his way home, he first of all, he was driving a bike. That's a bad choice. But it was lost control of his bike, died instantly, crashing head on into a tree. And then the girlfriend that was driving on the back with him literally, like, barely survived. Oh my gosh, that's insane. So, again, demonic or just lost control? Because those bikes are very dangerous. But, well, well, yeah, like, because it was, was it a, like, a pedal bike or a motorcycle? No motorcycle. Yeah, see. That's the thing. Motorcycles are really cool. I'm not bashing bikes, motorcycles, or anything, but... They're scary. 
they're they're scary. I mean, it's pretty risky business, but you got to wonder if he wasn't being such an asshole to Annabelle, would that have changed anything of the accident? Like that's where your mind kind of goes. Like was this the demon or was this just distracted driving? Mm-hmm. Either way, it's still sad. I hope he's resting in peace. And hopefully yes, the girlfriend's still still okay. Yes. To toot the coincidence horn, all these stories and allegations all come from word of mouth of the Warrens' accounts. There was no hard evidence as to what truly happened because no one else in these stories ever came forward and mentioned them. So, is it really true or who knows? Yeah, that's accurate. I mean, I'm fascinated by Ed and Lorraine Warren. I know there's a lot of other people that feel like they were maybe not as honest or like as helpful in some stories like in the Enfield Poltergeist for example in the movie The Conjuring they seem like they were the, almost the main characters whereas in real life they, like, they weren't really there that much or for that mm. long so I kind of wonder you gotta kind of wonder okay how much of this actually transpired yeah what took place what really happened so Ed and Lorraine have both passed on respectively in 2006 and in 2019 their daughter judy and her husband tony spara now carry on the legacy of the museum tony was a protege of ed and was entrusted with his haunted artifacts they have since continued to warn guests of animals demonic power and do not act childish towards these claims still the warning on the front of the case and just doing the regular binding prayers to make sure that no crazy shit happens fair enough so, as I said, things get controversial here because, as I said before, all these claims are word of mouth. The Warrens, apparently, no one has come forward. No one has their own stories to cooperate it. The Warrens became a big name because they worked originally with the Amityville horror case, and that investigation right. kind of kind of pumped up things. But yeah. investigations have also shown that, like, to prove that their stories are fake and that some mm-hmm. of the relics and stuff like that are in the museum are either, like, photoshopped or again just priceless things or just like there's a lot of background stories that come up saying that like this isn't what it is right and kind of going back a little bit so like the son-in-law is now a protege and him and judy kind Mm -hmm. of inherited the museum could you imagine if like your parents had a haunted museum and they pass on they're like yeah we're gonna leave this haunted museum to to you and your entire life you haven't really you you even you've either really believed in it or you have no idea what the fuck to do with it. Like, is this real? Is this not? Like, I couldn't imagine being Judy and her husband being like, all right, so what did you Yeah, like, you just, you just keep continuing the stories that you were told. Like, do you, do you actually know some of the encounters? Like, was Judy always uh, not around? Stuff like that. Like, yeah, like, like they have, like, the protege of this, like, watching all those relics, but, like, does he know the background of each story? Does he know, exactly. like, what it's really for? Is it actually really haunted? Does he have his own encounters? Exactly. We shall see. So even in the case of this case, these encounters have allowed movie directors to gross large amounts from their own exaggerated versions. Cue the Conjuring universe and obviously the Annabelle sagas. Yeah. They definitely tried to introduce fear in the first movie. It is a husband gifting his creepy ass doll to his wife for her collection. Just throwing it out there. It becomes demonic when their neighbors are murdered by their cult following daughter, Annabelle Higgins. She's holding mm-hmm. the doll when dead, and her blood literally seeps into the doll's eyeball. Which cue okay. possession. Well, cue possession, and not only that, but like spot, like Hollywood nailed it because I was freaked out. I was like, "Oh my gosh, is that how it happens?" 
Like, is that how, is that how this works? Like, it has to go, like, That's how in- it just came true to be. Oh, my gosh. Well, and not only that, but I'm not going to shame people that collect dolls. I am sure there's tons of people out there. If anyone's listening that collects dolls, you do you, boo-boo. I, for one, say fuck that. And say that's kind of creepy. But, I, I mean, it depends on what you're collecting it for. Like, it could be, like, a sentimental reason or creativity. Maybe you're going to, like, redo the dolls after. But when it comes to dolls that, you know, have a little bit of demon baggage, I just say fuck that. No, thank you. That's my hot take. No, because, yeah, like, anybody can, like, as you said, people have their own doll collection, whatever. Do you, boo-boo. But me, I'm just, like... Now, anytime I talk about the story, it's like there's the that's the porcelain doll in my closet as a child, and I was like, nope, no, 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 like it's absolutely not. Did I tell you? Sorry, a little bit of a sidebar. Did I tell you when my parents moved into the house like that they live in now? There were I think like either seven or eight porcelain dolls in my mom's closet that the previous owners just left. No, you didn't tell me that. That's terrifying. It's, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to ask her and see if she can send us a photo. Maybe you can post it on social media, but like, it was terrifying. Cause I think it was around the time, they moved in around the time that like either the conjuring had just came out and they kind of made hint of Annabelle or what have you. And I'm like, you need to get these the fuck out. Like there's no way I'm sleeping here. If these dolls are here, dead ass not happening. They're no longer in their possession. I think my mom sold them on Kachichi. I was say, they better <laughs> but, not be, like, hidden in the house somewhere. Like, that's creepy. Oh, could you imagine? Ew. Oh. They were there when, they were there when you lived there. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Weird, weird, creepy sidebar. Just, ugh. Blech. Anyways, after this dog gets possessed... Then shit gets crazy with the rest of this friggin' movie. There's, like, the devil creature crawling around and shit, which, like, that's the one thing I don't like about horror movies. Like, don't bring a physical little, like, devil thing into it. Like, I hate that with that movie. And then, like, who did it? Well, oh, Insidious did it. And I was like, this is, this ruined the movie for me. It was good until you, like, brought the walking thing in. Oh, you mean, like, in uh, Insidious with, like, the red-faced devil thing? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I I didn't like that. Like, Like, I got... Like, a good jump scare out of it, but it... Yeah, and same with Annabelle, like, it jumps at you, but I'm like, oh, why did you have to go with that? Yeah. Why'd you, why'd you have to go that route? That route. That like, don't route. bring the devil to life. Just, like, make it spooky and leave it as a thing. Like... In spirit. <laughs> if I wanted to see the devil, I would call on him myself, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but not really. Please don't come at me. <laughs> So this little devil creature is, like, crawling on the ceilings and whatnot. And basically just wants to possess the baby. So the rest of the movie, like, a lot of that stuff in the movie, the first one is not what happened, obviously, is what I told you. But some things that do ring true is, like, you'll see scenes in that movie where it does, like, have, like, the help me things or, like, miss me. And then, like, there's, a, like, then they're in all over the wall when you open the door. It's like, miss me, miss me, miss me, miss me, miss me. Super creepy. Gross. Hate it. Thanks. <laughs> This thing grows to the franchise to evolve. So obviously they get a couple more movies out of it. And again, they go on and grow their own thing. But they're not truly true to what the story was. So go back in time. The second movie is a prequel. That's creation. How Annabelle Higgins becomes the way she is from the haunted little girl in this foster house that they moved to. That they just are not supposed to go into this room. Then shit gets real. And then from there, her escapades land her in a foster home. Where then she's then chosen by the Higgins who then become the Higgins at the beginning of Annabelle. Oh my gosh, I love when things just mash up together Cue. like that. 
anyway, like, you almost have to go through and look at, like, every single one. Like, I think it's, like, what, it's, like, eight or seven. Like, which order to watch the yeah. what to follow, what happened. Because I'm like, Kate, what the fuck's going on? True. And then, lastly, it all comes for a circle back into that sec last one. And it all comes home. This is more of a depiction of the tall is not lo- doll is locked up in her case in the museum. So kind of more based on their actual true lives of the Warrens and it being in their museum in Connecticut. They have the movie goes on. They have a sleepover where a girl's babysitting and the babysitter's friends like, I'm going to be a little too curious. And then she gets weird because she's like locked in there and they can watch on the TV. Then stuff's coming near her and shit gets real weird. The the babysitter's friend is a crazy. Is a moron, yes. She, like, I think I've, I think we've watched it together, and I'm literally like, why are you so stupid? This whole thing could have been avoided if your dumbass wasn't so dumb, you know? I think every single one that's come out, we knew, like, made sure that we had a movie day at the theater for it. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. And, like, I get it, like, that's kind of like the classic horror movie setup where there's a pair of friends and all of a sudden the one wants to do something risky so they do it and then all of a sudden there's either a serial killer or a demonic doll after them and oh my gosh what's gonna happen oh no are they gonna run upstairs when they're being chased and then get stuck on the second floor oh no yeah okay like it's it's pretty it's pretty cheesy (laughs) it's pretty cheesy i still fall for it every time though you know Mm mm-hmm like I said, like, just the story's been, de- like, it seems like it's being a little bit debunked, like, the true story of Annabelle. Oh, yeah. It doesn't seem legit. Stories seem made up. It's not as, like, big production as Hollywood makes it out to be. Like, it's, like, these two people helped a case, supposedly, then took it all home, and that was the end of it. Like, yeah. It's not as fascinating as we think it is, but then, yeah, Hollywood definitely hypes it up. Which oh. is fine. Like, I love, I quite enjoy the movies. They're a few of my favorites. Yeah. But the real Annabelle story is just not that exciting as people anticipate it to be. True. Very true. And that is the Annabelle story. The end of it. The end of it. And Annabelle, I think, is still in Connecticut, right? Mm-hmm. Except for yeah. that one weird... Yeah, they said they said there was, like, a message sent out that, like, <laughs> it escaped due to, like, they're having construction and zoning issues in 2019. So, like, went apeshit. Everyone's like... Annabelle got the fuck out of the museum. And everyone's like, the devil's out. But then it said that, like, the um, son-in-law, I think it's Tony or whatever, he um, sent a picture out and he's like, nope, she's, like, alive and well. Well, like, not really alive, but she's here in the museum. She didn't leave. People are calling the F down. You girl's still chilling. I, I, remember, I remember seeing that last year and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I mm, don't fuck with that. I mean, I would love to go visit Annabelle in Connecticut and then leave Connecticut without her coming with me. I'd be happy to do that. But just a little visit and be like, bye. Yeah. I saw like, what I needed to see. Took a picture. Hey girl, hey, girl, hey, just want to, you know, wish you well. Not really. Bye. <laughs> Catch a flight. Peace out. Don't follow me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't haunt me. Love you. XOXO. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Anyway, so, yeah, that's the end of the story. Sorry, Amazing. it wasn't it was a little shorter than expected. But, no. it, yeah, like, it was just not, it seems bigger than what you think it is because there's just so much Hollywood shit around it. Yeah. But, like, true. the story itself is like, oh, okay. It's, it's kind of, it's clink, clear it. cut. Like, you know, it's not this, like, super intense, like, it took years to figure out what was going on. It's like, all right, well. That's it. It's a doll. You know? 
Well, it's not yeah. just a doll. It's, it's Anna, a doll. But, like, you know, it's it's not as intense and didn't prolong over, like, 50 years, so to speak, right? I mean, if Annabelle yeah. does escape, then we're going to have to provide an update. And it's going to be wild. But let's, you know. Let's, let's hope it hope, doesn't happen. <laughs> let's, let's just, you know, cross our fingers and dot our eyes. That never happens. Never. Yeah. But good and job. And <laughs> jump into my sources so i used um sources from the podcast nopeville episode two oh, they did annabelle and something oh, else love 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 nopeville also inside the real annabelle dolls true story of terror by katie serena's article little uh, wikipedia on annabelle Wiki- and also another annabelle article um history versus hollywood wasn't stated by who it was by yeah and that's it Oh, fair enough. So next, I will tell our lovely listeners where you guys can find us, as always. As always, come find us, boo. <laughs> you can reach us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Come rate us. We'd love five stars. We'd love five any stars. review. Something. Five Google stars. Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Overcast, Podcast, Good Pods. Email us any suggestions, any stories you want, anything in particular. Or anything at random. Just say hi. To, yeah, just say hi. Just okay. no spam. No spam. We get enough of that. <laughs> to Weird Distractions Podcast at Outlook.com. You can tweet at us on Twitter at Weird Distract I1. And you can also hit us up on our Insta page at Weird Distractions Pod. Amazing. And before we let you go, please listen to the very end of our episode as we have a podcast promo from Ignorance was bliss and let me tell you ignorance can be bliss i'm just saying (laughs) especially when it comes to haunted dolls creepy shit like that even though i live for it sometimes the less i know the better like i literally didn't like i knew the the annabelle story but like i didn't know into the detail of how like yeah it was like oh okay that's all it was i'd rather be ignorant to it i think (laughs) i'm gonna ignore it Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support, your love, your everything. We love you. Keep listening. Stay tuned. We've got more mini spooks this month coming up. We've got cool shit happening in the works, behind the scenes. We are working every single day. Kind of, sort of, maybe, not really, but almost every day trying to get shit going for you guys because we are doing this not only for ourselves, but For you, the listener. For you guys. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. And as always, need a distraction? We got you. Yes. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Kate. I'm a forensic psychologist and crisis clinician. And I collect stories, everything from true crime to trauma to parenthood. There's a lot more in common between depression and sociopathy or between serial killers and podcasters than you might think. Are you sure you really want to know? This is Ignorance Was Bliss at iwbpodcast.com and iwbpodcast on social media.